Hi there, everybody. Welcome once again to Greenlight Reviews. We love to talk about the movies, and we've got one to talk about right now. My name is Les Roberts. I'm Ann Elder. Today, Ann, we're going to review a film directed by Todd Phillips. Okay. It stars Robert Downey Jr. and Zach Galifianakis. Correct. And it's called Due Date. Mm-hmm. And as far as I'm concerned, this film has already outlived its due date. <laughs> But delve into that plot, Les. Well, I don't have to delve into the plot. I should tell everybody to go see Planes, Trains, and Automobiles with Steve Martin and John Candy and show how it was done properly. Yeah, well, basically it is PT&A without the wit, the cast, the director, the writing, the production. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly like Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, but it is a pale, pale, pale imitation. It's not only pale, but boy, is it distasteful. It begins in an airport in Atlanta. Robert Downey Jr. plays Peter Hyman. He is desperate to get back to Los Angeles by mm-hmm. Friday because his wife is going to have a baby. Hence the title, Due Date. Due Date. By the way, it's a lousy title for the movie because Due Date really doesn't play strongly enough into the plot line. Everything is a mistake in this picture. <laughs> That's true. But go ahead. So he's trying to get back to be there for the birth of his first baby. Yes. Somehow or other, his luggage gets mixed up with another man's. Mm -hmm. That is Zach Galifianakis playing out-of-work actor named Ethan Tremblay. That may be a very interesting omen for Zach Galifianakis' future in real life. Well, (laughs) let's see about that. But without going into the intricacies of that particular plot, they wind up deciding to travel across country together. Mm -hmm. Downey Jr. has lost his wallet. He's lost everything. He has no money. They rent a car, and they set off cross-country from Atlanta to Los Angeles, and every single thing that they do is a disaster, which really sums up what this film is. I agree. Downey is one of those charismatic performers. He's always terrific. Oh, well, I was going to say, he has the technique to pull him through the dreariest of scripts, and believe me, I think he needed all the tricks he could possibly pull out of his sleeve in order to survive this dreary exercise. As the movie unfurls, you watch his co-star, Zach Galifianakis, who is the breakout star from Todd Phillips' movie, The Hangover. You watch Zach become more and more of an amateur, I believe. He's just simply no match for Robert Downey. And as the movie wears on, it's so obvious that Downey knows what he's doing and that Zach is kind of out of his league. I don't think it's easy playing a lovable moron. And that's exactly the character that Zach Galifianakis is playing here. But the great John Candy had that kind of a character down to a science. When you watched Candy and Steve Martin bounce off each other in much the same way, of course you felt bad for Steve Martin. Being stuck with this oaf. Right. But you looked at that oaf and you thought, Ah. He's such a decent little man. He's such a decent person. Inside. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Isn't it terrible what's happening to him and what is happening to Steve Martin because of him? That's very sad. Mm -hmm. This is not sad. There is a moment in the film, and I'm not going to talk about it, but you and I have off radio, that is so distasteful, so disgusting. Mm -hmm. I couldn't believe that I was watching a comedy and they allow this kind of a thing to happen. Yeah. One silly thing that they did, the Ethan character Mm -hmm. is carrying around the ashes of his recently deceased father in a coffee can. Yeah, and do we not see where that joke is going to end up about a mile away? Absolutely. You know, you can catch all of these gags, and I'm going to say they will make you gag. This whole picture is filled with gratuitous male humor. 
and some very embarrassing slapstick antics. I'm surprised that Robert Downey did this picture. I bet you he signed on because he thought it would be a great good time based on the great popularity of Hangover, a movie that you loved, I did not. But this picture ends up making everybody cringe for about two hours. And I must say, there were moments when I thought I could see Robert Downey cringing on camera as well. (laughs) Well, there is a scene where he winds up getting shot. It doesn't seem to bother him very much. I mean, ooh, it hurts. And now he's got his hand holding his blood into his bullet hole in his side. Mm -hmm. And he just goes on with the rest of the movie. And I thought, he got shot. Right. He's never been shot before. He's not a cop. He's not a soldier. He's an advertising guy. And he's just been shot and he's blowing it off. When I think about due date, I try to think about who the target audience is. It must be teenage boys because I can't think of a single solitary couple in my circle who would want to go to see this film. There is absolutely nothing to appeal to them. It's difficult to sit through a movie where an actor spits in the dog's face or punches out a baby. Oh, my gosh. And believe me, too many scenes are best left in the boys' locker room. For me, when all is said and done, Both of the actors come off looking like childish imbeciles that have no redeeming character qualities. I don't like movies like this when in the last five minutes there's an attempt usually to be moral. They tack those endings on and they do it in this movie. It didn't work for me. I just think the whole movie is just a bunch of tired old raunchiness. Due date gets its due from me. It's getting a great big fat red light. Well, you know, when I started watching the movie, the first five minutes, I chuckled a couple of times. I thought, this is going to be cute because Robert Downey Jr. is one of my favorite actors. I watched the film run out of blood. It withered and it died. As I sat there, I was so disappointed and so irritated, so much so that I am joining you, Anne, in giving Due Date a red light. Okay. Sorry about that, boys. Yeah, and sorry especially to Robert Downey Jr. Also in the film are Michelle Monaghan, Juliette Lewis, and Jamie Foxx. Between the three of them, they spend about seven minutes on the screen altogether. It just didn't make it. So, two red lights for Due Date. We're going to come back with another film very, very shortly. Until then, my name is Les Roberts. I'm Ann Elder. And Greenlight Reviews hopes that we're all going to meet watching something that'll make us laugh at the movies. In a world infatuated with comic fandom comes a show to help us remember the talents that have inspired us. Whoa, 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 cut. Oh, come on. It wasn't that bad. It's a bit dramatic. Let's just tell them about the show, guys. We are the Canned Air Podcast. Join us weekly for a comedic trip through pop culture. We also welcome some cool comic creators, as well as some of the voice and screen actors that help shape your childhood. Find us on cannedairpodcast.com and on the Evergreen Podcast Network. 